In Habakkuk 2 verse 14, the prophet by the Holy Spirit gave prophecies that are very relevant to the times we live in today. The evils and darkness covering the earth makes it seem like there is no hope but actually there is hope. Where lies hope? Hope lies in the knowledge of the glory of God which is the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Things are bound to change when Jesus is revealed and known by many. Through the platform of Pluru, God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna reveals Jesus in his teachings. Be blessed as you listen to this series, Understanding the Finished Work of Christ. Because here to start, last week teaching, we, we understood that how Jesus was, as it were, a bold servant. Amen to Jesus. Praise God for more. And he did that on his, he became a bold servant because he did that on his own volition. And today we are going to be understanding how he manifested the status, the identity and the personality of a bold servant. How he manifested it. How he manifested it. And that's what I'm going to be talking on a Greek word today called Tetelesta. Tetelesta. Amen to Jesus. Now when Jesus walked the face of the earth, proud to his death on the cross, he fully manifested his status and identity as one, the Son of God, and God, as rendered by the Apostle Malachi, Apostle John in Mark chapter 1, verse 1, and John chapter 1, verse 1. Looking at Mark chapter 1, verse 1, it says, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So while Jesus walked the face of the earth, before he, had, before he went to the cross, he manifested his identity and his status as the Son of God. And you get what I'm saying? And Mark chapter 1 tells us that. And then John chapter 1 says, in the beginning, John chapter 1 verse 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was the God, and the Word was God. So we can see from Mark chapter 1 verse 1 and John chapter 1 verse 1 that Jesus manifested as the Son of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? This he did while he walked the face of earth before he went to the cross. Number two, he also manifested the status and the identity of what the Son of Man as rendered by Matthew, in Matthew chapter 1 verse 1, before he got to the cross. Matthew 1 verse 1 says, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of what? Abraham. Holy Spirit grant us revelation into your word in the name of Jesus. And so we can see that uh, as rendered by Mark, by Mark and John 1 verse 1, and as, uh, he, he, Jesus, while he walked the face of the earth, before he went to the cross, he manifested the status of what? The son of God. Now as rendered by Matthew chapter 1 verse 1, while Jesus walked the face of the earth, before he, ascended, before he went to the cross, he manifested the status of what? The son of man. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the divinity and humanity, 100%, 100%. And you get what I'm saying? And he manifested this status. He exuded the status. He revealed the status and this identity while he walked the face of the earth before he went to the cross. Now, prior to the cross, Jesus was the servant of God. As seen in John chapter 6, verse 38. Look at John 6, verse 38. It says, For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. That's what, who, that's what, what a servant to do. Is that not so? So Jesus was a servant of God before he got to the cross. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now, he was, before he got to the cross, he was the son of God. He was the son of man. He manifested as the son of God, manifested as the son of man, which he was. And then he manifested, which he was, as a servant of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise God. As a servant of the Father, he did all the Father told him to do, but he was not yet the born servant of the Father. You see that? Now, a servant does what his master tells him to do because he's not that, he has no option. That's his obligation. Are you getting what I'm saying? So he does what his master tells him to do. Jesus did everything that the Father told him to do. 
as a servant of the Father. Amen to Jesus. Amen. But he was not yet the born servant of the Father while he walked the face of the earth. As we learned in our previous lessons, a born servant chooses to be one and it is for lifetime. That's what we learned last week. A born servant chooses to be what? One, and it's for a lifetime. Why? Because he loves his master, he loves his wife, and he loves his children. He made the choice, and it's a lifetime choice. Praise God forevermore. Jesus chose to be the born servant of the Father. Where? In the garden of Gethsemane. Are you getting what I'm saying? He chose to be the born servant of the Father in the garden of Gethsemane. Where he chose the Father's will over his own freedom. That is over his own free will and life. Are you getting what I'm saying? So till Gethsemane, Jesus had not made that choice. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Are you getting me? Remember, we also learned in last in last week lesson that when it's born, when the servant chooses to be a born servant, then the, his master takes him to the judges and he uses an animal to punch a hole in his ear. And he said he makes that proclamation before the judges, so it's not be as if the master is the one who is forcing him. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then when he went before the when he goes before the judges and he makes that proclamation, the, the, the punch an arrow in his what? They use an arrow to punch a hole in his ear. Why do they do that? That symbolizes that this one has been planted as what? A bone Anytime he touches that hole, he remembers his decision. I get what I'm saying. Now, so Jesus was not the born servant of the Father while he walked the face of the earth. He was the servant of the Father, but not yet the born servant of the Father. He became the born servant of the Father when he chose the Father's will over his freedom. When the born servant chooses the, to serve his master over his own freedom, he becomes what? A born servant. Because from the seventh year, the born servant is meant to be what? The servant is meant to be what? Made free. Is a year of jubilee. He's meant to be like brilliant. But on that seventh year, he looks at his master and says, I love my master. Why do I love my master? Because he's a good master. And number two, see, this good which kind of master is this? I can give you such a beautiful wife. And she can give it to beautiful children for you like this. Because of this, I choose to be a servant of this master forever, to, for the rest of my life. Are you getting me? It's a choice he makes. The master does not force it on him. And Jesus made his choice in Gethsemane, praise God forevermore, where he chose his father's will over his own freedom. A poor servant chooses to give the rest of his life to the service of his master, whom he loves, no matter what it costs him. This was what Jesus did in Gethsemane, and you get what I'm saying? He did this in Gethsemane, Mark chapter 14, verse 36 says, and he said, Abba, Father, Abba is a Hebrew word that, that means actually daddy. That's a fun way of calling, calling father. It's daddy. It's not just father, but it's daddy. A fun way. And he called him Abba father. Daddy father. All things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou will. because of bankruptcy and they had to sell their labor to pay their debts. 
Especially those who got in there against their will. They wait for the seventh year, they wait for Jubilee. Once Jubilee comes, they are in a hurry to, to leave. Are you getting what I'm saying? That when Jesus got to Gethsemane, he got to the location called Jubilee. He got to the seventh year. Are you getting what I'm saying? He got to his Jubilee. Now in his Jubilee, there was a contention. The contention was between his will and the will of the Father. Look at it, he says, he says, take this cup away from me. It is possible for you to do this. Then now he says, nevertheless, not what I will, but but what that will. So what was that? So what does this uh, big man tell us? It makes us understand that Jesus' will at that point was for the Father to take the cup from him. That was his will. So you tell me Jesus he had a will and it was in the Jubilee. Get somebody want the Jubilee location. So he had a will. He could have chosen to what? To, to, to if the father of money won't take the cup, he should have chosen to leave the cup. Are you getting me? But yes. well, he knew that he came as a servant. Are you understanding? And now he was at the point of either taking his will, the human will, or the divine will. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. At that point, divinity was against, was, 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 let me word. Divinity and humanity were at parallel lines. The Bible says the spirit lusted after the flesh, and the flesh after the spirit. The word lusted there means is that rivalry. Praise God. And so Jesus said, Not as I will, but as thou will. Now, if Jesus said it is possible, now hear me very well. There's something, this is not part of my teaching, but it's important I bring this here. Jesus says, what He said, All things are possible unto thee. Now, Jesus, by saying this, He was not trying to tell the Father. Are you getting what I'm saying? He knew that it was possible for the Father to take this cup away from him. It was possible. It's not a temptation. It was possible for the Father to take the cup away from him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Well, now, if the Father took the cup away from him, will the purpose of his coming be fulfilled? So now, he got to a point where he had to, he had to actually decide whether to fulfill purpose or to what? Or to fulfill his own will. It is possible for the Father to take it from him. But he said all things are possible because he knows the Father and he knows that all things are possible. The Father can take it. Yes. But the question remains, will purpose be fulfilled? At that point, he came to the understanding and the realization of what? Why am I here? Now, the bold servant becomes a bold servant because he loves his master, he loves his wife, and he loves his children. Now, he might have entered into the house of his master because he was bankrupt. Are you getting me? Because he couldn't pay his debt and he had to sell his labor to pay his debt. Or he might have entered into the hands of his master because they saw him like Joseph. Are you getting what I'm saying? He must have entered into the hands of his master by maybe any negative circumstance. But when he comes to the Jubilee, he begins to analyze life thoroughly. Now, bankruptcy brought me here. Yes, bad circumstance. They sold me. Okay, bad circumstance. Since I came here, I came in, I didn't have a wife. I didn't have children. I didn't have a purpose for living. I didn't have food to eat. I didn't have the, if I let me say what I was as good as dead. When I came to this man's house, 
Yes, he might have done something wrong by buying me. Because most of us, we look at the other side, instead of the real side. Yes, why should he buy me? He's a bad man. But sorry, he's a businessman. And he's a prudent businessman for that matter. Are you understanding? He's not going to dash you money. If you need the money, you're going to work for the money. All right, he didn't give me the money. Okay, I'm not taking the money. If you take it loan, you'll be back. <laughs> All right, he bought me. I'm not happy with it that he bought me. But let me ask myself the question. Since, I, since this man bought me, has my life not gotten better? See the way I'm living now. See, the, I even have a house. Look at, let's look at example, Abraham Savant. Mm. Eliezer. Eliezer told himself many truths. Look at me today. I am the next in command in this family. In this family, anything I say stands. Look at Joseph. Anything I say stands. Ah, my master has so trusted me that even a son of his would have not trusted like this. Common sense will teach you that. At this point, what am I looking for? Are you know what I'm saying? That is what makes born servants make their real decisions. Before I came here, I was rubbish. I came here, look at me today. I'm not the trusted one of this man. He so trusts me and so loves me that after his wife, I'm the next. All his wealth, he has given the accounting to me. I can, I own the, the estate. Now, I'm living where I have a house of my own. I have servants on now as a servant. Now, I have a wife. I have children. What am I looking for? Somebody said, this life may no work for somebody. But tell you the truth, it has, in this life, you have to work for somebody. Yeah. When you are getting fulfillment in a servant's work, remain there. The servant looked at where he was coming from, and he looked at where he is now. And he said, okay, let me ask myself a question. If I get freedom, will they give me gratuity? <laughs> will this man give me gratuity? Will they give me pension? No, but if I leave this man's house and I'm living without a wife and a child, I'm going back to where, square zero where I came from. Master, I love you. In life, we must learn to be analytical and we must esteem purpose over our will. If you cannot esteem purpose over your will, you will always be grounded in life. When I see people who are ungrateful, when I see somebody who was I gave you a shop to, 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 to take care of. I said, manage the shop. I'm not even coming to the shop. I give you money to fund the shop. We're paying you in the church. And all of a sudden, you wake up and you say, I don't know. No problem. I have better plans for you, but thank God you reveal yourself before then. No problem. Go to where you will love you. Why am I saying that? Because you don't understand that there comes a time when you are still purpose over your will. Will I have a wife and children? Um, 
We didn't need gratuity and pension. Even if we give gratuity and pension, can I actually start a business or a job and not get back to that bankruptcy that brought me to his house? Simple analysis, and he chooses purpose over what? Will. Now let me give you a sense of it. Purpose is the true understanding and definition of love, not will. Yeah. Most of the times, especially as young chaps, we do things based on will. Based on will. We even we will love based on will. But anything that is done based on willpower is transient in nature. The only thing that is permanent in nature is purpose. Remember a pastor, uh, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a pastor while I was on campus. Uh, I met quite a good number of things under him, and I thank God for the time we shared together. You know, Pastor Williams was going When I was about getting married, he told me, he said, this thing don't be by love. I was like, what do you mean? He said, no, he said, it's love, you have love, you have love, Tyre. He said, Chibi, this thing is by purpose. And that's why a lot of young chaps are going to be saved in marriage. That's what I'm saying in life. Life does not run by will, life runs by purpose. Is this thing adding value to me? If it is adding value to me, I will love it by force. I get what I'm saying? I will find a way and I will learn how to love it. For example, I don't like to pastor. But this is the reason that's adding value to me. So I'm, I'm finding a way to love it and I'm loving it by force. <laughs> You don't have to do. Are you ready? This is my teaching. But now every man comes to a point of Gethsemane. The, 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 comes to a point of Jubilee. Jesus, his Jubilee was Gethsemane. And he had his will. His will was remove his cup. But there was a purpose. And he chose to allow purpose over right will. Why? Because it's only purpose that can get you to success. Will did not get you to success. Willpower can wave you anywhere and anywhere. But the only purpose will get you there. So Jesus chose to be a bone servant because of careful analysis. Why did I call? Why did I call? He said it in fact, he said, For this purpose was the Son of God, Son of God made manifest to destroy the works of the devil. And then he asked himself again, How will I destroy the works of the devil? He said, By dying on the cross. He said, Okay, then it does the reason why it does not destroy the devil. Then let the will of the Father be done against my will. Are we together? Yes. So he, Gethsemane was in Jubilee, and it was in Gethsemane he chose to be born servant. And I'll tell you something every child of God, this is not I, that was what I did last week, and I'll go to one week detail, Lord have mercy. Alright? Every child of God must get to his Jubilee season. In your work with God, you must get to your Jubilee. Your Gethsemane. Where you have to choose whether it is your will or the purpose of God for your life. Are you know something? And whatever you choose there may be a lasting decision. It may make or marry you. Remember the born servant chooses to be a born servant and he does that and he becomes a born servant for life. Praise God forevermore. And now, Jesus chose to be a born servant in Gethsemane. Now, where was his ear punctured? Because after the born servant, she needs to be a born servant. What happens? He goes to the, the, the master carries him to the churches and he what? And he uses an arrow to punch his ear. Where did Jesus stand before the judges when he stood before the Sanhedrin? 
That was when he stood before the judges. They might say, they say you are the king. <laughs> when he stood before the Sahib, when he stood before Pilate, they say, they say you are the king, but they say you have said so. <laughs> he says so. So he kept standing before judges to proclaim his what? His decision. And then the Pilate said, Don't you know I can I can free you? He said, hey, stop the Pilate, wait. See me here. I have the power to lay down my life and to do what? Pick it up. So if I'm laying it down, Pilate, it is my choice. Look at it here. 
Mark chapter 15, verse 34. And at the night hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is being interpreted, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Go through from, from, from when Jesus began his ministry, eating this time, he never called, he never called Yahweh God. He called him the Father. I am the Father and one. Go to the original translation. He say, I am my Father. King James says, I am my Father. They won't have a problem with him if he says, I am my Father. Why? Because they can say, okay, no problem. can be calling Joseph. That should be his father. Is that not so? But he says, I am the Father. It's only one person that is regarded as the Father. That is Yahweh. And so he said, I am the Father and one. He said, hey, blasphemy. So you are saying you are one with Yahweh. He never called him God. He never called him Yahweh. He called him the Father. The was not the son. He was the bold suffering servant. Relating with his master. Delivering the tax with all the pains that comes with it. On the cross. Number two, the last word of Jesus was, it is finished. That's the Greek word that's talking about what the next time. If you go to the Greek, uh, if you go to the Greek, uh, both in uh, 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 coin Greek and then uh, uh, King James um, translated to Greek. You see, you see it as the word Tedios. But Tedios is actually translated as Tetelestai. John 19, verse 30 says, When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. It is finished. What does the meaning of what it is finished? It's a Greek word Tedios. And tell you means to bring to a close, to finish, to end. So we're talking about the finished form of Christ. We're talking about the tenure of Christ. He, he, he finished it. He ended it. He brought it to a close. There's nothing left to be done as regards the work that Jesus was meant to do. Are you something? That's why people are fighting demons as if Jesus did not finish them. We ask a question, are they mentally okay? Are they spiritually okay? Are they revelationally okay? Because he finished it. He said, how these spoiled principalities and powers? How these boys He made a public show of them triumphing over there. A victory. That's why he says, you are not conquerors. He says, you are... <laughs> a conqueror is one who won the battle. A one that conqueror is one who goes to take this point. <laughs> we are not winning battles here, child of God. We are taking the spoils of the battle that Jesus won. That's why the devil is running mad every time he looks at us. With all the animals, all the attacks he shows, we are still looking fresh. We are still looking good. We are still preaching. We are still preaching. Why I am not a conqueror? Jesus is my complete king. I am. Somebody from behind, we're moral supporters. We're praying for him, we're to fight. 
And the ones around the say, what are we are not giving them nothing. We are the ones who fought, only ones we eat it. And then the leader said, ah, it's not like that now. Uh, we are all brethren, let us share it. You can imagine how the ones who went to fight, we feel feeling very bad. We went to risk our life to, 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 to fight. And now you want to come and share in the, in the, in the profit of the fight. But let me tell you something, what that leader did is actually what the father did for us. Are you not saying? Jesus went to fight the war. He won the war. And then he brought the sports back. Are you not saying? And he shared it with us. That's what the Bible says. We are hands of God and joined hands with what? Christ. Why? The Father made sure that all that Jesus wants, he shares it with us. Jesus is even happy to share God because he doesn't need these things in heaven. Are you not saying? He shared to us. He shared, praise God, forevermore. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It means to finish. It means to, to close. It means to end. It means to perform, execute, complete, fulfill. Fulfill, that means so that the thing done corresponds to what has been said, corresponds to the order, and corresponds to the command. Are you something? Obey to finish. When they send, when they, when military people, men are sent on an assignment, they try to do what they are to obey the command to the latter. So tell your means obey the command to the world to the latter. It says with a special reference to the subject matter to carry out the contents of a command. See, it also means with reference also to to the form to do just as commanded and generally involving the notion of time. Are you seeing it? So when he was asking, take this call, the father was asking, so you are trying to postpone it. <laughs> you, are, you are working with time, yes, son. We are working with time. <laughs> we are working with time. So that's why I hate when people you give them a task and they cannot accomplish that time with a stipulated time. If you want to be a good and worthy servant, you are accomplishing with time. So tell us until time. There was a time limit in eternity and time for Jesus to carry on redemption. If Jesus has shifted it one day extra, the problems have been defeated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I was saying, take this from the Father, I was saying, you know, we are working with time here. You are the one using time, we are missing eternity. You are working with time. If you delay this thing, it's to the detriment of the people you came to save. Reconsider what you came <laughs> It means to perform the last at which completes the process to accomplish and to fulfill. And it also means to pay tribute. To perform the last at least completes a process. That means if that last act is not completed, the process will not be completed. So Jesus had to wait through that whole process. The scourging, he had to go through the scourging, he had to go through the, 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 the blindfolding and the beating, he had to go through the nails, through his the nails passing through his hand and his leg, he had to go through hanging for three hours. Now what, what, what why all those long process? They should have just give Jesus an answer. You should just give Why that torture was dead? But we came to understand that without his stripes, we would not be healed. Because his stripes were needed for our healing. So if, had, if God had removed that process of scourging from the process of Jesus' death, we would have been born again, but we would have been sick. Yeah. Yeah. We would have been born again, but we would not help. If God had removed the process of scourging, we would have been born again, but the moment we are sick, there will be no provision for healing for us. 
Some can just die because you are sick. But because God had to make provision for healing, what did he do? He had to make sure that Jesus was caused. <laughs> Are you listening? Are you listening? I don't know going through all the processes why his side was pierced, why his hands were nailed. We don't have to control that one. Every of those processes were why he had to stay for three hours. For hours hanging. I don't want to go through all those processes. Why? There's no time for that. But every process was important. And if Jesus jumped in process, salvation will not be complete. Salvation is a report of material souls, which means what? Health, which means healing, which means prosperity. Salvation is a complete package. And you get what I'm saying? That's why when you are born again, when you are saved, your spirit is saved, your soul is saved, your body, your, your soul is saved, your body is saved, actually. But now it translates that if your spirit gets saved, your body, your soul is under is being renewed, and your body will not get saved in this physical. And you get what I'm saying? That's why the body will die. But while you are here, your body enjoys salvation. That's why he will renew your days like the youth. That's why he will renew your strength. That's why you will, even when you get sick, he will heal you. But healing is a proof of salvation. And you may not say it's a whole package. So in the process of Jesus dying, until every to every stage that had to be accomplished, if they were not accomplished, salvation would have been imperfect. Yeah. Would have been imperfect. So we have had the salvation of our spirits, but our minds and our, and our souls will not be renewed, and then our body might have just been as good as rubbish. And then we cannot serve God in completeness. Are you getting what I'm saying? So Jesus had to go through every of these processes because of the holistic nature of salvation. Yeah, that's why. And he had to finish what the processes. He had to complete the last, the very last process. He had to complete it. He had to complete it. So the scourging was part of the process. It entailed our healing. The, the, nail, the nails piercing through his hands and his feet were part of the process. Without those nails, Thomas would have not believed. Don't forget. The piercing of his side was part of the process. Are you getting me? Without that, Thomas would have not believed. Because Thomas said, until I see him, and look at his hand and put my fingers into those points where he was pierced. I will not believe. So, without the piercing, our faith would be of no effect. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, he needed his hand to be pierced for the Thomas like Christians to also be engrafted. Because we have a lot of Thomas like Christians. There are some people who are, they are not even say Thomas like Christians. Even some people that are not here for the they need to see before they believe. There's a provision for them. Are you know something? And there are some Christians who are also doubtful. There's a provision for them. I know some of you, you believe everything that God says, thank God for your life. But there are some people that they still have some level, they need to get some level of confirmation from God before they go into believing what he says. God is not going to cast them away. God, Jesus allowed the nail pass through his hands and his feet because he had to make provisions for the Thomas like Christians. The strong definition defines it as to end, that is to complete, to execute, to conclude, to discharge, to accomplish, to make an end, to expire, to fill up, to finish, to go over, to pay, and to perform. So what does the word tell you mean? What does, what does it actually mean? We have understood that it means to complete, it means to end. Are you getting me? But let's go further to understand it. Now, literally translated the word, um, 
Tegu is Tatera Setelesa. And Setelesa means it is finished. It means what? It is finished. The word occurs in John chapter 9, verse 28, where um, um, G, uh, and then it goes further to Okoi, verse 30. John chapter 19, sorry, verse 28, and then 19, verse 30. And these are the only two places in the New Testament where this word occurs. Praise God forevermore. Now, if you look at verse 28, it says, after this, when Jesus knew that all things were now completed, in order that the scripture may be fulfilled, he said, I test. Praise God forevermore. Now, all completed, they all accomplished it. The word accomplished is the same word, tell you, tell the next time. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Praise the Lord forevermore. Now, then you look at the sentence, says, then when he had received the vinegar, Jesus said, it is finished, and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. So we see the word accomplished in John 19 verse 28 as the same word tell you said the next time. And we see the word it is finished as the same word tell you said the next time. They appear only in John chapter 19 verse 28 and verse 20. Praise God forevermore. Now, the word that the next time was also written on documents, business documents, or receipts in the New Testament. Listen to this very well. It was written in business documents or receipts in the New Testament time to show indicating that a bill had been paid in full. <laughs> so when somebody transacts a business, simple, even in our times, when you go and buy something from a shop, the seller writes paid. Is that also? Yes. He writes paid. In the New Testament time, the New Testament Greek, in the New Testament time, when somebody um, buying something from a seller, the person writes, when he pays the complete the person writes what? Tetelesta. Now, if you pay part, what do they write? They say, pay part. Balance this. But now, when you pay for the right, paid in full, the right Tetelesta. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, the Greek lexicon by um, Moulton and Milligan say this. Receipts are often introduced by the phrase, seek the time. Usually written in an abbreviated manner. The connection between receipts and what Christ accomplished would have been quite clear to John's Greek-speaking readers. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It would be unmistakable that Jesus Christ had died to pay for their sins in full. 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 Salvation. Are you not saying? 
We must collect his redemption and we must collect his forgiveness. It's our responsibility to do what? To collect. He has paid, we must collect. So if say Jesus has paid for our sins, if we choose not to collect, the pain, the, the, the sin that he has, the, the, the payment he has paid will be suspended in heaven and you cannot cooperate that it's possible that you go to hell. Are you what I'm So those who are not born again today, Jesus has paid for their sins. So it is the sins of the whole world he paid for. And, but they have refused to collect what he paid for, which is what? Salvation, redemption. They have refused to collect it. So what do they do? The payment remains in heaven as well, uncollected, and they go to hell because of that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. And even the child of God, Jesus has paid for your sin, past, present, and future. And you you commit a sin today, and you refuse to collect his forgiveness. And you habitually do that. You know what happens to you? You habitually find yourself in heaven. Yeah, because you have habitually refused to collect his forgiveness. Because you have been habitually made practice of sin. By doing that, you have told him, I don't need your payment. I don't need your payment. I don't need it. I don't need your payment. Who said you pay for me? Did you did I tell you I needed your payment? Now you are telling me, I won't believe you. The payment will be made as what? Or collected. Payment, and you personally chose to follow the way of what? Destruction. Praise God forevermore. So Jesus paid in full. Meaning of it is finished as Tetanesta. It is finished is the English translation of the Greek word Tetanesta, which was the last thing Jesus said before dying on the cross. Tetanesta comes from the verb tell you. You see, the verb is tell you. Like I said, if you look at the Greek, you see tell you. Why Tetanesta comes from it? And Tetanesta means to to an end to complete or to accomplish. You've seen that before. Is that also? Now it's a crucial one because it signifies the successful end to a particular course of action. The word course of action is important. Not an action, but what? Course of action. That's why the course started from what? The uh, Judas betrayed. Then it went to the soldiers came to pick him up. And then it went to what? They blindfolded him and they were beating him. Next he went to what? This Henry. Next he went to Pilate. Then the next thing went to what? They were scourging him. From scourging him, they took him to the cross. On the cross, he hung, they, 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 they took him to Golgotha, so he carried the cross to Golgotha. They pierced, they, 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 they nailed his hand, nailed his, nailed his feet, and they hung him. He hung and hung and cracked, tested and said, I test, and they gave him vinegar. And then they shouted, It is finished. It was a cause. And like we said, that cause is important. Without that cause, salvation will be incomplete. And I pray the Holy Ghost helps us to understand the significance of everything. We've understood all the significance as we're talking. Um, the scourging, which was for our strife, which was the strife to our healing. Without his Christianity, without his Christianity, we'll be, we'll be born again, but we can be, we'll be sick. Any small thing that hits us, we just get sick. Some of us don't understand that in the course of this strike, that's why we are not get sick. How can you explain with the way coronavirus hits the world, it didn't catch you? Yeah. Uh, it's not because of mass it's not because of uh, 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 social distancing uh, uh, and uh, sanitary. Uh, let us not wash it up and make that thing. It is because you, that one, you, I'm talking to you, it's because of the stripes. Say, but what are that it caught? Oh, yes, it caught them, no problem. Some died in the process, no problem. But I just want to let you know that for you, the stripes, 
Are you understanding? One of some priests says that gets sick and now sickness. Yes, it happens, fine. But I want to make you understand that that does not, that does not exclude the fact that the truth that the stripes are there. And therefore, are healing and health. And you get what I'm saying? Amen to Jesus. Praise God. We can see that the next time actually has to do with finishing the task. It, it, the, the word means more than just I survived. It means I did exactly what I set out to do. Are you know what I'm saying? It doesn't just mean I survived. Jesus not come and say, I survived. I managed. No, I did it, Father. I finished it. Are you know what I'm saying? I, I did, I, I, I took it to the last process and, and I ended that process. Father, I brought the finished product for you. But there's more, there's more than the very self. The lesson is a perfect tense in the Greek. This is what I like very well. It's a perfect tense in the Greek. Now, it is beyond survival. It is I finish. It's not I manage. It is I finish. I finish work. As we say, I finish work. I finish work. I finish work. I finish work. So it's a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a word that comes with conviction, understanding, and revelation. I hear something. But another thing to note about in the next slide is a perfect tense in the Greek. And the significance, this is significant because the perfect tense speaks of an action which has been completed in the past with results continuing in the present. That's what, the, the, that's what a perfect tense in the Greek talks about. An action that has been completed in the past, but its results are continuing to the present. That's a strange, you see, that's why if you want to really understand <laughs> the Bible better, you have to go through Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek. You understand the potency of some words. English is actually every word in this language. It doesn't bring the potency of some words. A perfect tense is something that has been concluded in the past, but the actions, the results continue to the world present. Some people will say there was in, in their family there's an ancestral cause, a bloodline pattern. The one of their fathers committed this, their great grandfather committed an offense, and it is continuing to work to their generations. Now that is a perfect tense. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a perfect tense. Now Jesus, see the Father understands the operation of perfect tense. He understands that blood. The Bible says that one man sin came and death reigned. Is that not so? That's a perfect tense. Adam sinned, and every of humanity died because of Adam. It was an act that was done in the Eden, and it continued till present. Every person you give birth to is a dead spirit. Is that not so? Is a depression because of the perfect tense action that Adam is so the next time in the Greek is actually let me one an original explanation of what happened in the Garden of Eden. I get what I'm saying. But from the negative point of view, God operates with war with perfect tenses. So if Adam by his action brought about a perfect tense by a verb, a perfect action, a perfect tense action, which led to what he did then transcends to the present, then if God must counter what Adam did, what Jesus does must transcend to the present too. Because the time that happening, it cannot counter the perfect tense of Adam. See, let's understand this thing. So I don't understand how you can explain to me that we all agree that when Adam sinned, death reigned. And 
have sinned. And because of the action of Adam, all have sinned. You agree, every child of God, every Christian, what they say, agrees with that. In fact, Christians agree with the father, your great great grandfather can commit an offense, can do something, and it can affect his 10 generations and generations after. They agree with that. But Christians, when it comes to agree that Jesus finished sin once and for all, and what he did on the cross of Calvary is a perfect test, when it comes to understanding that Tetelestai is a perfect test in the Greek, and it, it's an action that was done once in the past, and it's Rather, he cried out, 
answer that he has fulfilled and accomplished his task completely. It is the Savior's final cry of victory when he died. He left no finished business behind. When he said it is finished, he was speaking the truth. Jesus, the Father's born servant and our Savior, finished the task of redemption. Then and forever. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. The task is finished. We are not here to come and help Jesus do redemption. No. That's how our job is reconciliation. Yes. We are not here to come and help Jesus triumph over the devil. No. That's why we are more than conquerors. We are not here to come and help Jesus deal with sickness and this. No. That's why we are the healthy. Yes. And we are the whole. Yes. Because he tempted less time. He finished it. Yes. Everything is finished. Rise up your feet this morning. Rise up your feet. Our job is to collect the spores. To collect the spores. That's why I refuse to be sick. It's, if you want to be sick, it's your business. So... No, no, no. I refuse to be poor. If you want to be poor, it's your business. See, this is, is everybody's choice. Jesus chose to be the born servant. He exalted purpose over his will. You can exalt your will over purpose. No problem. I don't, see, I, I, that's how I preach for the gospel. No, I don't force anybody. You, you can choose to be poor. No problem. It's your choice. So, but me, I refuse to be poor. No, no. For me, I refuse to be sick. Me, I refuse to be down. Me, I refuse to fail. In fact, I cannot be poor. I cannot be sick. I cannot fail. If for you, you can choose to die in your prime. You can choose to die in your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s. But for me, no. I cannot die in my prime. A child shall die at a hundred. And I refuse to die as a child. I will die as an agent. And what is the end meaning for the agent? Minimum 120. So I choose to die as an old man. 120, full of age, full of days, and full of... Why? Because it is finished. Yes. Lift up your hands this morning. I say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I appropriate. I appropriate the finished work of Christ. The finished work of Christ. The suffering servant. The suffering servant. The born servant. The born servant. In my life. In my life. He became the born servant. He became the born servant. He became the suffering servant. He became the suffering servant. For the Father. For the Father. So that I'll be free. So that I'll be free from the bondage. The bondage of sin. Of sin. And the devil. And the devil. Today. Today.
praying for any kind of uh, people of that category. I'm not going to be praying for the sick. But please, I'm praying for those who want to make Jesus another personal savior. If you want to make Jesus another personal savior, just say this prayer after me. Please, you need to do it. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I've gone wrong and I've followed the path of the devil. But today, I choose to serve you. I choose to follow you all the days of my life. I choose to make you my Lord and personal savior. Jesus, come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior because I know you died and resurrected for me. Thank you, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. But I pray for every one person who has made this prayer today. I thank you for accepting them in the beloved. And I thank you for giving them the grace to serve and follow you all the days of their lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. I'm praying for everyone to set everyone born again. Child, well, you know you are born again, but you know that you are still falling into your, you have terminal, you have sicknesses that come and go, seasonal sicknesses, or you have a terminal sickness in your body. I want to pray for you because, see, the process of the crucifixion of Jesus was important because every stage in the process was important for our salvation to be holistic. Amen. The stripes were important. Like science makes us understand that there are about 38 classes of diseases. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. And so there's a stripe for everyone. I don't know who you are, but you want the stripes of Jesus to be made efficacious in your life. To be made to, 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 to be made real in your life. You want to join your faith with my faith. You want to cause that sickness and disease now. In the name of Jesus, I pray for my brother, I pray for my sister, joining their faith with me. And I cause that sickness and that disease. That seasonal malaria that comes after every three months. That no, 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 no malaria, anti-malaria drug has been able to permanently cure. Yes, it comes after every three months. I cause you to the root now. That is in, that is in the to the stripes. I enforce the strike that is meant for malaria. Masutala, eat that malaria now in the name of Jesus. I cause every terminal diseases. I cause tumors. I cause inflammations. I cause lungs. In the name of the Lord, every swelling, every swelling, every swelling, every swelling. I, I see somebody here just by the side of your head. By the right side of the head, there is a swelling. There's a swelling there. The swelling has been increasing. The size started very little. It just looked like something that was trivial and it was just a small, just a small swing. It was kind of soft when it started, like you were touching it, and it just felt like it was nothing much. And it began to increase, increase, and it had become the size of a golf ball. And soon, Tarantayabusha, he had a lot of water just by the right side of your head there. And now it is strong. It started as soft, but now it is strong and firm. And it hurts when you press it. You are, you are, you are born for different medical examination, and the final result is that it has to be up to your printed on. In the name of Jesus, I decree there is a strike for swellings. I invoke the strike for swellings on that brother's body now. And I command that swelling be hit off in the name of Jesus. Just the same way as the strike came on Jesus. And it, the, the, the six feet long whip with his, with his spikes right around his body. And as a bull in his shedding, I command be shared of that man's body now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Followed by the power of the most high in the name of Jesus. Yes. I command that swelling get off yes. in the name of Jesus. Yes. I pray for everyone, Jehovah God, who is looking for who will join their faith with concerning cancers and deep and I join my faith with your faith in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I command the strength that is meant for cancer. Pull off cancer from their bodies now in the name of 
name of Jesus. The cancers in the brain are demoralized in the name of Jesus. Cancers in the tongue, in the mouth, in the eyes, they are demoralized in the name of Jesus. I see, I release the healing power of Jesus in his tribe. For some of you, you feel a sharp pain in that part of your body where that where that sickness is. You feel a sharp pain. It's as if the pain is like something that is pulling it out. Yes, that's the strike. That's the power of the hand of God. That's the strike. Pulling out that sickness. And as that pain ends, go check, check yourself immediately. You see that that symptom has disappeared. I command the healing power of Jesus. The power in the stripes. Heal in the name of the Lord Jesus. Heal in the name of the Lord Jesus. For somebody, you've been having running nose for the past three months. It just keeps running. You don't that it doesn't get dry. You don't understand what is happening. You've taken different medications, it's not working. You take you, you've gone to different medical consultants and they have they, they, they've not been able to place exactly why the nose does not keep running. The nose stop running. The power of the Holy Ghost is running through your nostrils now. And instantly the nostrils are getting dry. They are getting dry. They are getting dry. Now, check yourself. They are getting dry. Yes, the stripe for that sickness is hitting that sickness now. And they are getting dry now in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I see somebody with a waist pain. Usually waist pains most of the times are just at the back line. But this one around your waist is a belt that the devil has given you. And he caught it at that over. And you are a child of God. You have been serving God. You have been doing your best. I join my faith with your faith and we enforce the strike for that pain. We enforce the strike for that pain. We cause that pain by that strike. And we decree as the bodies of Jesus, as the flesh of Jesus was shredded off by every strike. That pain is shredded off your body now in the name of Jesus. Check yourself, man, you are healed. And you are made whole in the name of the Lord Jesus. As he, as, 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 as he, um, transmitted diseases healed now. Healed. I see them healed. I see them healed. All kinds of sexually transmitted diseases, they are being healed. They are being healed now. Yes, they are being healed. Check yourself. Check yourself. Some of you go back, all of you go back to the doctor. Go for a test. Go for a test. If you can do a test right now, go and do the test now. HIV positive turns HIV negative. Yes, syphilis, they have disappeared. Go for test and you are seeing healing right now. Healing right now. Hepatitis B, C, they are all healed now. Every kind of thing that negates the stripes of Jesus in your life as a child of God. From the beginning, it was not so. And it's not permitted to be so. And so by the stripes of Jesus, you are made whole. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of for somebody you are feeling, you'll be feeling a pain. In your heel, your heel, just a sharp pain, just in the heel there. Yes, right now the strength of Jesus is coming on that heel. Now listen to me, very for some for some weeks I've not prayed for the sick, and it didn't just occur to me as this meeting was as I was sleeping. The Lord, the Lord told me you are praying for the sick today. And let me tell you, instantaneous miracles. Feed us back, feed 
Filipinos, Instantinos, Filipinos, the pain in the heel. I see, I see, I see the, I see the hand of God extract that satanic venom, extracting out from that heel. And you are able to check your heel now. Check your heel. You are able. You are healed now. You are healed now. You are healed now. For somebody, I just, I, I see you. Is you are not left post, but just your feet, the whole of the sole of your feet is peeling. Your two feet, it's just peeling, and you cannot explain. You are trying to use different creams and different medication, but it's not working. Masunandri pasuna tengri mosha biyatoni kana mubi mama tila pasuata ebiata nala basa and asap dip the spirit into oil. The oil is symbolic for the Holy Ghost. Aliyabadiya shunama na bara pasuata aliyabadiya. In the name of Jesus, and by the power of the Holy Ghost, that peeling feet is restored. It's restored. It's restored. It's restored. It's restored. It's restored. And I just heard the Lord of me, stomach ulcers are healed now. Stomach ulcers are healed. Stomach ulcers are healed now. Yes, they are healed now. Stomach ulcers, check your stomach. Press it. Press it. The pain is gone. The ulcer is gone. The ulcer is gone. And the tsunami that he will sit and not Sick. And I'm going to pray for one person who has, who, who, who 
who has been in, 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 in doubting thoughts, you have been saying that you you you, you are not you, you keep waiting for extra extra confirmation. You need the nails to see the whole of the nails to believe. The, the Lord Jesus said, I should tell you, Thomas was not the evangelized angel. It was important I had to show him the nails. And the Lord Jesus said, I should tell you, it was important that I had to show him the holes of my nails and I'm not saying I should tell you that you are important to him and so he wants to show you the whole of his nails. What does that mean? He wants to give you a revelation in your spirit that will defy every doubt in your hearts. Yeah. The Lord has been telling you to adventure a particular thing and you have been doubting like no man's business. The Lord says I'm giving you a revelation that will that will defy, will destroy every doubt. You will know, you will know with all assurance. In fact, you will be ready to die for this revelation because it will be too strong that even if the devil itself comes and tells you a lie, you tell him, you can't tell me that. The Lord says, I'm giving you that revelation. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for healing. Thank you for transformation. Thank you for testimonies popping out all over the nations. Thank you for testimony popular all over the nations of the Thank you for testimony popular all For somebody who have been having an intestinal congestion, intestinal congestion, you, the Lord is saying, I'm freeing it now. You, 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 you are feeling like going to the toilet now. You are feeling like going to the toilet now. The Lord says, I'm freeing it. I feel like you are like You can go to the toilet now. You're pulling out. You're pulling out. All the devil, the rubbish that has put is coming out now in the name of Jesus. Sickness of all kinds are kidney diseases. Long diseases, every kind of diseases, they are healed by the stripes of Jesus. Amen. Receive your healing now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for healing. Please feed us back on what God has done for you. It will help somebody else that his faith needs to be built. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. We are going to the communion table now. We are going to the communion table now. And we are going to, we are going to appropriate the finish of the We believe that you were blessed by this teaching. To listen to more teachings by Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna, please visit Grace Life Kami Podcast today. Send us an email via ministry at gmail.com. For more information about the ministry, kindly visit our website, ministry.org. Grace to you. Jesus is Lord.